everybody. Welcome to Tellers of the Untold. I'm Vanessa, your host again this week. And today, which is the month of, well, in Black History Month, we are having a special episode on our podcast. And that special episode is where, and this didn't happen during COVID. So just to let you know, this is some audio I had from, from last year. I visited a church on the South Side, Faith Tabernacle Church, and these wonderful ladies who are senior citizens agreed to speak with me um, just about growing up black in the in the United States, really. And then um, they talk about some parallels between the South and here. And then I asked them a very important question because everything that from history goes back to like current day and on our future. So who do you think shapes the future of our black community? And they go back and and when you ask that question, especially to seniors, they go back in history and talk about, well, it was this way, but now it's this way. So it should be this way. So uh, without further ado, there is the episode where and again it's a panel so there's about five ladies so i hope you guys enjoy it and if you do send me a comment uh email me at info at tellersuntold.com and i have some other audio versions of them as well and before i start off make sure you check out our website at tellersuntold.com we have some new products out merchandise as well as a black history crossword puzzle uh, on amazon it's great for kids and also for family members as well it's uh only 6.99 and there's uh, it'll keep you busy for a while hope you guys enjoy take care activities they're taking money from us that the the church isn't the place to always be that they can do their bible studies at home what do you say to people that the kids that are saying those things the parents the parents don't do any bible study or anything but it is it's true that um the church has a lot lot of what they are saying yeah Mm -hmm. So I don't know what we can do about that. There was a young man that was dating my younger sister. Uh, this was years ago. And I was talking to him about the church. I think I had been a faith tackle now maybe two years or so. And I was telling him, you need to be in church. And he told me, all he did was steal money, so-and-so, this, so-and-so, that. I said, well, then you find a different church. Everybody's not bad that's in the church, just like everybody that's not in the church is not bad, mm-hmm. you know? But you have to find a church where you're comfortable and you watch the people. And if you feel that's not the church, you move on. There are so many opportunities and there are people that are really interested in helping you, but you got to give them a chance. Okay. So, so far, as far as the question, who or what shapes the community of the black community, or the future of the black community, we have parenting and the church. Anything else? Any other... Opinions. School. School. Okay, so tell me more about school. Is it the teachers? Is it the just the educational system? Can you be a little bit more specific? The system, I think, would be fair. Um, I remember having a history class in high school, and Mr. Pfeiffer was my teacher. He was white. 
And we had books that didn't have covers on them, and they were used, and they tore up. And so we didn't get our books until the end of September. And they were new. And I thought, oh, we got new books. And my teacher was so mad, he just turned red. He was frustrated. Why is he so angry? He was angry because the, the published date was 12 years old. They had been sitting in a warehouse somewhere, and we were just getting them, and they were already 12 years old. So he was really upset, but this was the disparity in the educational system where they came to black and white. We could be separate, but we were never equal. Okay. So education, and you're saying um, the, the actual politics behind education. So our leaders, our politicians that make the laws for education would help with our future of the black community. And what would that look like? What are we talking that about as far as, if you're talking to a politician right now? That would have to be us getting out and voting and paying attention to what's going on in politics. Most people don't pay, and I really have to admit, I wasn't into politics until this last election, and Trump got an office, and that blew me away. <laughs> yeah, I know when I woke up and found out that he had won, I cried. <laughs> but we have to be more participant in our own future. We can't let other people decide what our future is going to be. We have to decide. So get out and vote. Yes. Oh, so how do we involved. get our community know to get out of the is, Know who uh, the city, who's in city government. Know who to call if your street lights are out. If there's a abandoned building and kids are running through going to the school. Uh, you know, where I live, there's a school, and this house was empty for like three weeks, and I would see kids going through there and coming out the back, going over through the yard to the school. And so I called downtown and I told them, I said, you all need to come board this building. I said, because these kids are running through here going to school and you all might go in there and find bodies. You don't know what's going on. And she said, really? I said, yes, really. So she said, okay. She said, call me back. I'm going I'm to let them know, call me back. They came the same day and I called her back and said, thank you. She said, they there already? I said, yeah. She said, well, if it gets unboarded again, let me know. I said, I sure will. But it, you have to watch and you have to participate and take a part in what's going on in your community. Okay, so if we're talking, again, because this is the future of the black community, we're talking to college students, to teenagers, to young kids in elementary school for the future. How do we tell them these things that you're telling us now? Like, especially with the voting, that they can do the parenting, that's something that the current, uh, you know, current mothers and fathers can start doing, and the grandmothers and the caregivers. But what about how do we tell the young kids about voting? How do we tell them that education is important, and then that them, when they do become parents, mothers and fathers, their major role. Now, politics their age. Yeah, politics has changed a lot too. Mm -hmm. There were times when times when uh, we had. What you call those guys that used to go through the community and encourage you to go and vote? Uh, precinct captains. Okay, you don't even see precinct captains. I didn't know they still had them. You know, mm -hmm. so politics plays a big part in the school as well as in voting mm -hmm. and turning people out to vote. Uh, just communicate, having meetings to encourage people to go out to vote, mm -hmm. explain to them. 
Why are you worried? Why participating and write how you get more funding for your schools and your community and how you can um, just find out programs that they have available for people with low income. Like some, they have a, the Comcast that has a program where you can get the internet if you have low income families. Yeah, internet and I think uh, even our iPad or something too, or a laptop, yeah. something like that. But you know, a lot of people still don't know that. You know, right. And I don't know how you get would get that out um, unless you have community activists or you have people that's going to meetings in the community and finding stuff out. Okay. But again, we're talking about the teenagers that, again, you were saying, don't really care about much right now, and they're just thinking about going out partying, uh, playing their video games, or you know, being on the streets. How do you tell them? How do you tell these people that don't want to hear what you're saying? Or is it goes back? Does it go back to what you were saying, the parents' involvement? Because there's a lot in our community. There's a lot of. Uh, youth out there that say, I'm not going to go out and vote. Like, they do. It's terrible. Um, I say if you want, if you want to keep the right to vote, you have to go and vote. Because the way things are going now, if we don't vote in mass um, next election, we may not have the right to vote in five years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it's seems like things are going backwards, right? Okay. All right. So, so just to kind of recap what you said, um, you're saying that the parents are a major influence uh, for the future of the black community. Education and the politics behind it. Um, church. And, and the right to vote. Was there any other ones that you guys would like to try to address, or do you think those in a, as a whole should be topics that are tackled to help with our community? I think they should be tackled. I don't know the format in which that could be done, but the children need to know, and they need to be major participants because of their future. Right. When, when we're gone, they'll be here, you know, whether, well, we hope they'll be with the climate change and stuff, but they need to be aware of what's going on around them mm -hmm. and not just live in their little bubble and their little circle of friends, but they need to get outside of that and see and explore different things. Some of these kids grow up in the city and they've never been out of the city. All right. So again, it looks like, it seems like it's going back to the parents, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes, you know, Kids start so young watching TV. They learn so much violence from TV. So yeah. So much violence. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you think TV played a negative role and video games possibly? Uh, could you say TV could also be an asset to the community? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So those are some of the things that you're saying that the parents could do. Okay. So let's just let's talk about that just for briefly. So the parents, if the parents are one of the main roles in the black community, so they should they they can one. You mentioned the church. Um, being involved in the church, getting their kids involved with the church. Two, 
Uh, monitoring what their kids see on TV. Monitoring what their kids see on TV. Educating them on black history. Yes. Um, any other ones we were talking about? Respect, because you guys mentioned yes. respect. Yes. So, and what, what does respect look like? Give us an example to those that just are probably saying, what do they mean by respect? Um, it used to be, long time ago, if a drunk was sitting on the stairs and they were cussing and carrying on, and a pastor, any pastor walked out of here, oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry. They're not shameful anymore. Mm -hmm. okay. they, they, they just say whatever and they do. Some of them curse pastor out, they don't care. Okay. Uh, do you, just to add on to that, do you feel like the youth should be saying, yes, ma'am, yes, sir? Some of them feel like by saying yes, ma'am, yes, sir, takes back to slavery times. <laughs> That's what they're saying. I don't think Which, so. Okay. Because uh, my daughter been in our house, and she's been in our house for 12 years. And I was teaching her to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. But now she came to visit, it's always yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Okay. But they most of the people down there, they're more friendly. And then she's saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, when she come, came here to visit me. Say so she got on the elevator with a young lady that was, she was white, and she was saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I used to look at her. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's all about respecting each other. Okay. Any other, how does respect look for a parent? Um, when their children do what they ask them to do, that a lot of lip. Um, our parents would say, do so-and-so, you did it, and it wasn't a discussion, it mm -hmm. was like, you did it. And you did it. No, they put the fear of God in you, you better do it, you know. These kids now, the parents are working, and these are grown kids laying up on the parents that's about to retire, and don't want to do nothing, they don't want to get out of bed, they don't want to go to work, they just there. And then they bring their girlfriend in with her kids, and all of this craziness going on. Okay. Um, so one last question for you all. Um, well, actually I have two. One of them is the question that relates to the community, the future of the community. When I interviewed one, a few people, they said, it's not just the black community that we should focus on the future of. That it should, they said it shouldn't be just the black community that we're focusing about as far as the future. It should be just the in whole, general. in general, the community. Um, okay. <laughs> right. We don't live in the white community, so we can't address their issues. Um, but the whole thing of racism is crazy. Because if you, that's to me is taught. Because if you put two kids, a white one and a black one, and a pen together with a toy, they don't play. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know. And so the last question I have, since we're here at a church in your church, and thank you for having us, um, can someone give me some scripture or like words of a hymn? that would relate to the future of the community. Train up a child, ready to just go. Okay, wait, okay, try it. Okay, say it again, please. 
Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Okay. And that comes from us. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs>